in the corner's corner. I am Carmel Mayor from St. Paul, Minnesota. I am a person with autism. I love life and sports, so let's go! Once again, you have tuned in to the hottest radio show on the planet, Connor's Corner, right here on WFNU 94.1 FM, Frogtown Community Radio. Well, that was a quick cut of the music. Uh, if you're listening live Monday at 10 or Saturday at 8 a.m., you're listening, or you're not in your car, you're listening on WFNU.org or the WFNU app, and we thank you. And if you're podcasting on Mixcloud or any of those other platforms, once again, we really, really thank you. Uh, This is Zoom show number six, as of course we're recording remotely during the COVID-19 stay-at-home order in Minnesota. And we're going to talk a lot about this stay-at-home order because the star of the show, not exactly thrilled about it, but we're going to get to that. Again, he has invited a very, very special guest who he's going to introduce in a second. And then we got all the other fun stuff that we normally have. So with that, Connor, how the heck are you, man? Doing fine in this good morning. It is a nice morning, isn't it? Yep. Looks like you got a little sun yesterday. Your cheeks yeah, are a little rosy. I did. All right. All right. Do you want to introduce our guest and then do our shout outs? Well, the first guest is uh, Chris Tolbert. <laughs> Oh, he comes with his own theme song. (laughs) Nice. I'm gonna guess there's something behind that. That's the central music. That's central intro music. Oh, that's St. Paul's Central in the house. Hey, you know what's weird? We've got two. I went to Highland, Chris, so we got a long, long time ago. Believe it or not, it was open then. Uh, We got two Highland dudes and a couple of central people. This could be, it's like turf wars. This could be a fight. It is. Well, I went to Central a long, long time ago now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it finally dawned to me that I had to say a long, long time ago. <laughs> well, and actually, you and Katie went together, so... Everybody, everybody at Central had a had a fantastic time. <laughs> yeah, we're. I think we might get into a little... And we soon. learned a lot, too. And we learned a lot, too. It's a very good school. <laughs> um, so, Connor, well, you want... Maybe... Well, since Connor just threw your name out there, do you want to maybe explain a little bit about yourself and, and why you're here? Well, you probably I don't know why you're here, but <laughs> I thought it was because I was a stand-up comedian. I, <laughs> yeah, that, and that will be the second part of the show. You and Connor will have a, and then that's well, when Central's I ha- Central's had a lot of famous stand-up comedians that have come out of there. St. Paul has actually too, but no, I I'm here because I believe I uh, have the fortune of representing uh, Connor and many people in in Ward Three. I'm nice. um, on the St. Paul City Council, and I've had that. Uh, great opportunity and and also responsibility for the last eight plus years and um i think it's time that we talk about some good st paul issues cool connor's got some you got some questions for him right yeah all right why don't you do your shout outs first and then we'll get right into it okay yeah i I wasn't talking to chris i was talking to you connor your shout outs (laughs) first shout out what two division one football team no no whoa type whoa you must have been in the sun a lot yesterday dude that's your sports facts. Shout outs. Your shout outs. My shout out number one <laughs> is for my neighbor, Stephanie Warren. Nice. How come? Her 70th birthday. Did you just say 70th? Yeah. Did she want you to say that? No, she didn't. Okay, so Connor, <laughs> here's how we do things. Because <laughs> Connor, um, you need to know this guy. Well, we're going to get to it later. Connor declared that he's going to run for governor. Stuff like that, you're going to have to say it's her 29th birthday from now on. Okay, dude? Yep. I'm just trying to help with the ladies. All right. So it's her, it's it, she's your best friend and your neighbor, right? Yeah, she is. All right. Happy birthday, happy Stephanie. Bir- happy birthday. I know Stephanie, too. Happy birthday. Nice. Well, yeah. Okay. Your next shout-out. Keep their ages out of it, please. My next shout-out <laughs> is my Uncle Glenn and Aunt Adriana. Okay. And Cousin Sean and Shannon, thanks for coming over. Oh, they came over? Yep. Nice. So you had a little family, little family chat. Yep. That's awesome. Okay. And then you had one more down here. Joe Saracitis. Thanks for helping me with my sports facts. Who's Joe? He's a kid. Uh, he went to uh, 
He's from Cincinnati. Okay. He's my dad's friend. From Cincinnati. Okay, nice. All right. Well, so um, so one of the reasons, well, as Chris mentioned, he's the uh, Ward 3 city council person. And you also, uh, and we'll talk some Highland stuff, but you do a lot of work uh, on behalf of people with disabilities, don't you? Can you just let us know a little bit about that? And then Connor's got some questions for you. Um, yeah, no, I've been able early on in my uh, time on the city council, I learned a lot about the Highland Friendship Club. And I think Connor, that's how, that's how we met, I believe. I mean, um, I think every, you know, you're, you are a politician because you get around and you talk to everybody. So most people know you. So it's possible we met in a different scenario, but I believe it was through the Highland Friendship Club. And, um, you know, I've been able to to help them and along the way and, and work with them and also go to a lot of the great events that the Highland Friendship Club puts on um, throughout the city and throughout the metro area from movies to, um, well, we've had tours of the courthouse and city hall and that's been pretty fun um, with the Highland Friendship Club and uh, been able to work on that. And also, you know, we're still trying to work on a, a universally accessible playground here in the city of St. Paul. Um, it's something that I we I wish we had done already, but it's still um, hopefully in the future we're able to get a universally accessible playground in the city of St. Paul um, because it's unfortunate that we don't a city like St. Paul doesn't have one already, and um, I've been working on that and continue to work on that. That'd be awesome, Connor. Got some questions, don't you? Yeah, I gotta let him have it. What is the St. Paul? What is St. Paul's role in COVID nineteen? Yeah. Um, well, like all levels of government, um, you know, we have been all hands on deck in response to this uh, pandemic. Um, you know, it's it's interesting because the city of St. Paul is does a lot of the government, partly because we have the first responders, both police um, and firefighters who are also EMTs or par paramedics as well. Um, and then above us is the Ramsey County Public Health. And we work with Ramsey County Public Health and they work directly with the governor and um, commissioner of, of the Department of Health, uh, as well as other members of the, the state government. Um, so, you know, it kind of goes down that level and we take general direction, um, you know, the governor's executive powers, um, which he's exerted and I fully support as he's um, both done the stay at home order and, and, you know, mandatory social distancing and closing of certain businesses. Um, we follow that. But the other things that we've been really working on is, um, you know, making sure that we are ready if, um, you know, a peak of infection happens. Um, we've also been ensuring that our frontline workers are um, getting the proper protection that they need, which has been more difficult than you'd, than you'd think. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so we've been working with our police and our firefighters, um, as well as reacting to the services that we do, because quite frankly, a lot of what the city of St. Paul, what cities do, um, you know, we do parks, we do libraries, we do um, things that are very um, human, a lot of human interaction. You know, people get out there and talk to each other and, and things like that. And we have been working on how do we adapt that to the new modern world, you know, whether that's um, athletic courts um, or it is, uh, you know, our libraries, our libraries now have drop off pickup, which is exciting. Um, cause I know a lot of parents have run out of books reading to their kids, um, and they need some extra, um, and all, you know, but it's, it's taken a while. We basically had to become, um, a different type of, of service provider overnight. And so we've been really working on that and, and also making sure that we keep people safe, um, so uh, we've been very involved, but, you know, the direction has really come from the governor. And I, you know, I personally think the governor has done a fantastic job under very difficult circumstances. I can't imagine the, the weight on his shoulders, but we are lucky to have such a decisive and um, thoughtful leader um, as our governor right now, I, I believe. Does your mayor do briefings? Oh, yeah. The mayor um, does quite a bit. And, you know, we've done... Um, we've worked together to do things. We have rolled out packages to support small businesses. Um, we've rolled out packages to support families that are really in financial distress as a result of a loss of income for COVID. 
Um, and he's also used his, um, you know, the bully pulpit to really help lead and, and comfort people. I think uh, Mayor Carter's done a fantastic job during this time of really stepping up into the leadership role. Um, it's interesting because Mayor at the city council, St. Paul City Council is a the city of St. Paul is what's considered a strong mayor system. So in a weak mayor system, the mayor usually comes to council meetings and things like that. Our mayors generally don't come to our council meetings, but during this time, Mayor Carter has come to nearly every, granted we're doing it like this, our council meetings are now virtually, um, but he's shown up to our council meetings to give us a briefing. And if he's not there, he sends a high level staff person, which has really been great. Um, leadership and communication on behalf of the, the mayor's office. Nice. What was your question, Connor, about if uh, every city should report cases? What was your yeah, question about that? Every city should report cases, not states. Yeah, our Ramsey County compiles those numbers um, and then puts them to the state. So th those should be out there. Yeah, um, they, they are out. Yeah. Connor follows them very, very closely. And I get a daily, I get my daily briefing from Connor. <laughs> I don't need Mayor Carter. I don't need the governor. I got my guy giving me <laughs> daily briefings. And I don't even, and here's usually how the conversation goes. Hello. And then he just rattles them off. So, <laughs> right, Connor? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> any other questions? We got some other questions, not COVID related, but any COVID, any more COVID related, Connor? No. no. Now you're echoing. I hear, I hear you echoing. Uh, now, but you, Connor does have, you know, we talk every day and he's, he's a little frustrated about how some, maybe some of the small businesses haven't been able to, uh, and I know it's controversial, haven't been able to open up. In fact, so the other day he was so frustrated. He said he's going to run for governor. Now you're, you seem very attached to this governor, but if the guy that you're talking to now runs, I think you're going to be in a little tough spot. Chris. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I would be. I I I honestly think I would. I I would have to hear more of Connor's uh, platform, but just knowing the guy, I think he, you know, on he's a, got a chance. Retail politics. <laughs> I don't know if anybody could beat you because you're just out there shaking hands and and uh, and slapping backs and kissing babies, Connor. I see it. <laughs> so, not, as 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 someone who represents you, I've always known that you're. I've always been worried you just announced against me. <laughs> have you met uh, Have you met Governor Wells? I have. I have. He's a he's a a great person. He's a he's a you know he's a former football coach. Where at? Uh, from Mankato. So um, when he when did he coach? I don't know when he stopped, but I know there's quite a few people who actually played for him that live up here. They they and they were big supporters of his, partly because you know. I can imagine if my football coach ran, I'd be the first one to sign up too. I, mm -hmm. I love the guy. <laughs> coach Howell. Connor, what is your platform? My platform. I was talking to my dad about uh, local mayors have local authorities to open up bars and restaurants. Do they mm -hmm. have any authorities to do that? Local authority? Currently? Yeah. Well, the governor's authority supersedes the, you know, it's, it, the governor's authority is um, we have to follow the governor's authority. So in a general sense, the mayor could, but not because the governor um, has his emergency authority in effect. We, we can't override that. My dad wants to know whenever you get in a cell tower. <laughs> What'd you say? I, a cell My dad tower? wants to know when we're getting a cell tower. Yeah, we we get we've got a lot of calls dropped between uh, Connor and I. I think there's a, there's a dead zone in Highland Park. I think that's part of it. I I lose calls all the time. You must so have sprint tower, too. You must have sprint too. Cell tower. When, well, that's why we need a new, you need a new cell tower. <laughs> when I lived one? in Highland, we didn't have to worry about cell phones, so it was Are a long time. Are we getting one? I, I'm not sure. I, I, I would have to ask uh, the, the providers. Well, I think you better, Chris, because I think Connor's starting to get upset. So there's a few, some of the, um, they have, they have things, not necessarily towers, but if you look at some of our light posts, yeah. um, some of those like the 4G, 5G are on those. And actually, if you drive by the blue water towers, there's a few cell things on there. Um, 
we lease them space to do it. And and I should say we've grilled them on and asked all the public health people if it you know has any negative effects or anything. It doesn't, according to them. Um, but if you look at some of the public spaces, sometimes you see small cell towers. Oh, I don't want to give not out cell towers, but yeah, I don't want to give out Connor's address, but it, uh, the polls, clearly the polls over in his neighborhood don't have those. <laughs> you throw one over there for the, the guy that might take your job one day. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, Connor, will you have some other, what's some other questions non COVID related about your neighborhood, Connor? Oh, non COVID. Non COVID. Yeah. I don't remember what I just said. Have any other questions? I got some down here. All right, I, I guess told I'll... we were talking sports. I was. I was oh, we're going to get to that. This, right, this is an right. hour show. We're going to get you out of the way. <laughs> I mean, we don't want to be rude. And then uh, we got lots of sports. And then you're going to be singing a little later too, Chris. So, Plan wow. for Highland Nine Executive Golf Course. Yeah, that was. I was just going to ask you that. Yeah. So, um, well, right now, you know, everything's different in the Highland Nine, and I, I hope more people know this, but the Highland Nine is still closed for golf, and that's purposely. Um, as a space that families can, um, you know, socially distance in a less, you know, anxious way. Um, you know, a lot of people are going to the most popular spots, whether Como Lake or, um, River Road and, you know, half of River Road, the road, we actually closed it. Um, but I drove by there yesterday and it was just packed. Um, so it's a really hard place to socially distance, um, you know, in an easy way. Um, and you know, unfortunately not everyone's wearing face masks. I mean, I'll start by saying, if you go out in public right now, please wear a face mask. I wear it, um, even just to take a walk around my block after yeah. I'm done working out. Um, you know, even though I never, you know, I rarely pass people in my, in my neighborhood, but, um, the Highland Eye now is currently open and I would, I would suggest going out there and, um, stretching your legs. So it's, not, eight, it's not open for golf. It's not open for golf. now. it's the 18 is open for golf now. When will um, the Highland Nine be open for golf? Well, we're waiting on that. A part of it is because, you know, with so many rec courses and spaces closed, we think it's important to have um, people have the ability to get out and stretch their legs without, you know, not being stressful. When 18 was closed, I heard from a lot of families, you know, um, who aren't golfers that said, I've lived in this neighborhood across the street for 10 years, and this is the first time I've actually gone and walked on the course. Um, and I, you know, I don't golf. So it was one of those times where I actually got out there. I've been on the course, but, um, I'm not a very good golfer, but, uh, um, walked on there, but long-term for Highland nine, you know, we are looking at whether or not it makes sense to, um, repurpose it or repurpose part of it. Um, as I'm, I'm sure, you know, just from growing up in the neighborhood, you know, our part of the neighborhood, uh, our part of St. Paul, the Southwest corner has, a lot of park space, but we actually have the least amount of active park space. Um, you know, a lot of our park spaces like Hidden Falls or Crosby Park, which is beautiful to walk. Um, and I always, people always say, what's one of the um, underrated parts of, of your neighborhood that you don't think people take advantage of? And I always tell them, go down and walk Crosby Park, go walk around the river there. It's, it's gorgeous down there. And there's a ton of miles of, um, of paths and things like that. And you forget that you're in a, you're literally on the border of two major cities in the United mm -hmm. States and you forget that you're down there. Um, but we have the least amount of active park space. And, you know, actually I kind of came to learn about this as we were looking for, you know, additional ball fields for the, the little league in the case that um, the Ford ever decided to tell the little league that they couldn't play on those ball fields anymore. If whoever bought it um, said they couldn't plan. And fortunately, you know, we worked with Ryan and we're able to keep two of the youth ball fields at the, at the former Ford site. Um, but we were looking for other active park space. And as we started looking for it, there isn't a lot and land is particularly expensive, especially for the amount that you need. Um, so we, we started asking the question cause people have been talking about it quite in the neighborhood of what about the Highland nine? And, you know, I think it's an important question to have. There's no immediate plans to change anything. Um, quite a, it would be very costly, but, you know, it begs the question of with the limited park space that we have, does it make sense to have 27 acre, or 27 holes of golf when that's not necessarily what, you know, most people are needing or wanting. And, you know, you counter that with 
how many parents have to drive up to Blaine or Badness Heights or to Rosemont or Woodbury for soccer practice, for lacrosse practice, for um, hockey practice, for, um, you know, you name the sport. And could there be a better way that we work with the high school and junior high and, and add some active park space so that we can actually have um, youth sports here in, in our neighborhood and not have to overuse it. So that's, I mean, that's really one of the things that we've looked at. We came back with a concept study, but it's really a long-term thing. It's, it's, it's a costly endeavor to change that. Um, I'm sure. Are you a golfer, Connor? Yeah, I'm a golfer. Okay. You get out on the nine or the 18? I get off on the nine. We use golf. Well, as, as you know, it's very hilly. So in order to put flat fields on there, it would be a, quite a bit of dirt moving um, to get out there. And of course we have some gorgeous trees that we we try and protect and, and things like but why that. Why would the 18 golf course be over the nine is not? Um, they made the decision, the mayor made the decision to open the 18. Um, and, uh, you know, we worked with them and said, you know, we have to continue to have open space in our neighborhood. I, you know, I thought it was important to have, um, open space that people could comfortably walk on. Cause you know, have you walked down Edgecombe much? Yeah. You know, you, yeah. You know, there's people, I mean, fortunately it's a wide place, but it's packed on Edgecombe on most nice days. I suspect it's packed right now as we're talking. Um, so just trying to get some extra space, especially because, you know, youth sports is not happening and kids need to run, <laughs> you know, young kids need to run yeah. out there <laughs> and, and for parents to walk on a path and try and get six feet. Um, it's, it's really hard. I think to keep a kid in, you know, most kids in control when they just, they just need to go. <laughs> so uh, a couple more quick, uh, Highland stuff, Highland stuff. And then we're going to, we're going to get into some sports, right, Connor? Yeah, uh, I, like, so you, I like golfing with my friends at HFC. Yep. Oh, do you guys golf? Yeah, at HFC Highland Nine. Nice. So, oh, so yeah. Well, they're not saying they're getting rid of it. Just for now, with all this going on, they're just using it for another thing. You still might be able to golf there, but buddy. I see some people still golf on there. They probably are. Yeah, they're not supposed to, and it, you know, it's really actually pretty dangerous that they're doing that with people walking through there and. I've told a few of them that, that I happen to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you mentioned the little league field. So they did keep two fields. And then uh, with that, uh, any, and it's probably very complicated, but any, like, can you share a couple pieces of news on the Ford plant redevelopment with us? Yeah, um, actually. And it's, it, my calendar popped up today it was supposed to be the little league parade. I was supposed to be the grand oh. marshal of the little league parade. Oh no. Which is, as someone who played little league ball there, um, you know, it's, it, 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 I was pretty excited to be the grand marshal of the parade. And, you know, unfortunately with the current circumstances, that's not happening now and, you know, no balls being played. Um, but you know, Ryan, we communicated to Ryan companies who's, who's now owns the Ford site, the former Ford site, um, how important those little league fields were to the community and, you know, as part of our development agreement, they've agreed to keep those, um, you know, the little league will, will take control of them. Um, and that's really exciting because I think, you know, not only is it, you know, 800 youth play little league ball there a year. Um, but I think it's actually going to be a, a great attraction for anyone who lives there to go watch some of those ball games, um, and kind of a fun thing with the concession stands and they're going to be adding a playground and, and things there. Um, but you know, Ryan continues to move forward. Uh, there was supposed to be a groundbreaking this May. They're still going to be breaking, they're still breaking ground, but you know, we're not going to have a celebration like we would have, uh, you know, previously, actually the governor was at our, um, announcement of Ryan and the city reaching a development agreement. Um, and he actually kicked it off and was super supportive and helpful. Um, cause so the are they going to have, are they doing construction right now? Yep. They're out there working. They're, uh, they're out there working, getting the site ready. Um, they're going to be laying roads and doing some of the, the, you know, the building. I mean, it's going to take at least a decade to build everything, but, um, you know, the roads will go in there and it's, it's going to be a beautiful place. It would take 10 years to build it. I think at least, I mean, you know, right now with this economy, I think we're all, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty now. So we expect, you know, there's going to be a new normal when we come out of this, I suspect. Um, but yeah, at least we've always anticipated at least 10 years to build the entire site out. I mean, it's oh. 145 acres. So 
do they have to be there for 10 years straight? Well, Ryan owns it. So they'll be there as long as they own it. <laughs> oh yeah. They're going to, they're going to stick around. Um, all right. Connor, any last questions on Highland? And then we're going to get into some sports and some other stuff. No, I don't have any more questions. I like, okay. You. We're going to do your sports backs in a second, but we have to conduct a little business. So, you know, um, Connor, has we put... Oh, hey, I'm sorry. That was my fuck 80. We'll get to that in a second. But, um, you know, Connor is a man of the people and is probably one of the nicest people I know. But once in a while, he gets a, a little irritated. And i got a question for those of you listening. Actually, in fact, grab a pen, a pencil, a crayon, a piece of paper. I'm waiting. Okay. Here's what you need to write down. Connororadio.org. C-O-N-O-R-O dot o-r-g conneroradio.org and the reason he's a little ticked we, we we're going to get to a couple but he should be getting a lot more emails and a lot more tweets and you go to that site and you can find out exactly how to do that and then when you're there you can listen to well, what else is there connor there's t-shirts yeah we can sell merch there's t-shirts old shows your top 10 list all that good pictures of connor with all these stars that he's uh interviewed chris's picture will be on there shortly too if you're wondering <laughs> for those of you wondering what he looks like um so we need we need some more participation don't we connor yeah we do all right now katie all right are you ready for connor's weekly sports facts uh-huh you are yeah So, Chris, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to read some sports facts. You're going to probably guess wrong, and then Connor's going to correct you. How does that sound? Um, I look forward to it. I'm okay. Sports fact <laughs> number one. What two D1 football teams do not have the word university in their name? Give them a second, Connor. D1 football teams? Yep. Don't have the word university in their name. Boston College. Right. And uh, um, there's a Colorado, no, Colorado College probably doesn't have a D- D1 football team. Um, yeah. I would say it's Army, out. It's Army the, or Navy. Oh, you know that? He, he might be, he's actually right on those, but we had Georgia Tech, Connor had Georgia Tech done, but Connor, you might have to go back and look as, I mean, Army and Navy, that's valid. That is valid. You're the judge, Connor. Would you give him those? I'd give him those. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two, what professional U.S. teams had their roof of their stadiums collapse? I got well, four here. Well, the Minnesota, the Metrodome collapsed. Yep. Who, I think who is, it must have been the winter, so it must have been the Vikings. And just so you know, that's, well, that's happened five times. Five <laughs> times? Yeah. So does every team get it? <laughs> our, our team, no, our team has done it five times. Our, our state, no, the old Metrodome has done it five times. So you got three I, others. There was one down in the south. Was it like Houston or was it? Close. Was it New Orleans or Houston? Dallas. Dallas. Right, yeah. Cowboys. Yep. They're practice stadium. You got two more. Midwest. They're Midwest ones. Yep. Do I have to name the sports team or the state? No, you can get just either or, I think. Connor, right? Yeah, either or. Well, I suppose it has to be one that has a has a roof. A lot of them are open air. Right. Um, I don't think Excel ever did. Um, it's too new. Um, let's go with, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. That's just a guess. I have no idea. <laughs> well, you had the, we had the word Milwaukee, right? Connor, do you want to let them know? Milwaukee Brewers? Yeah. Miller Park during construction apparently collapsed. Oh, okay. And then the other one was the old Pontiac Silverdome. Oh, well that makes sense. Yeah. The Pistons and the Lions. <laughs> both All right. We got one more and this is according to NFL.com. What is the NFL's greatest play? 
I've got three here. What is what do they think the greatest player? Yeah, I'm, or, well, just, or you can even go easy. I, th- I think they're wrong. I mean, I think the and as a St. Paulite, I always struggle saying this, but the Minneapolis Miracle, I think, yep. is that's number nine that. on their list. But uh, they probably go with the um, the Steelers play. What is it called? The um, tell them, Connor. I'm blanking on that. Oh, you don't know? That's the Immaculate Reception. The Ma- that or you know Joe Montana's or something. Those are the two. <laughs> you got it. So uh, that was the runner-up. So Franco Harris, 1972, in the AFC Divisional Playoff game. Those of you who remember, he caught the ball. I don't know who it ricocheted off of. He caught it and ran it. And then Joe Montana found Dwight Clark in the back of the end zone. Yeah, I think so. if you if you watch some of Adrian Peterson's runs, you might put those up. You know, him or Walter Payton, some of their runs are some of the best players. Yeah, I it's, ever well, these are just those are the top two, and then the, the Minneapolis Miracles nine. So, um, all right, we're gonna talk. We're gonna get back to some more sports, but um, I got a question for both of you two. Okay. So we've been stuck inside a lot. Man, Chris, I don't know if you want to answer this on this very on the hottest radio show on the planet, but that's a, it's up to you. Is there a show I've had, sort of asked kind of this before, but I'm going to try again. Is there a show that you didn't watch before? Kind of like we call it guilty pleasure. Is there a show that you hadn't watched, whether it's Netflix or whatever, that now you're watching? Connor, you go first. I haven't there, watched. I haven't watched Ozark. You watched Ozark? I haven't watched that. Well, I didn't accuse you of watching it. Why would you bring that up? Is there a show that you... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't accused. I didn't even know what... Oh, no, I know you weren't. Okay, so have you have you actually watched it? Now that you're... At, that, that's a weird answer. No, I've never heard. Like Tiger King, Connor. Have you watched that? Yeah, I watched Tiger I haven't watched Tiger King. You haven't. So you're you're just sticking with MSNBC probably, right? Yeah. Nothing new for you. Chris, I can tell there's something new with you if you want if you want to admit it. Well, it's a new show, but so it didn't exist before, but the last dance I have watched. Oh, I've watched that. And then I rewatched it every episode. I've watched twice <laughs> now, just cause it's so fun to watch. I, I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan. And, uh, it's, it's fun to see all those interviews. Have you watched that? Have you guys watched that? The last dance? Have you watched yeah, it? Some of it. What oh. do you Dennis Rodman was a nut. Are you still? He, is, he was. But he, was he was good. I mean, Jordan said he's one of the most intelligent basketball players he's ever played with. And there's some really good life lessons and leadership lessons that you can take from those. Yeah, it's it's hard to believe you would tell a coach, no matter if you won every single game, you're not being hired. You know how many championships we would love here in Minnesota? <laughs> yeah. And this guy sure. just blew it up no matter what was going to happen. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I think Michael Jordan, and he's got plenty of money, but I, I don't think he could have ever been paid what he was worth back in the day between – what he did for basketball, clearly what he did for Nike, and I know they've paid him well, but he was probably the, as crazy as it sounds, the most underpaid athlete ever, because I just don't think they could ever pay him what he was really worth. No, I agree. Well, it's, there's a picture. It's funny because, you know, most people, if you meet the president, especially President Obama, you know, you'd have that kind of look like a little, you know, even as an adult, right. that little kid in your eyes of awe. And there's a great picture on the internet of Obama as president giving Michael Jordan, I think, the Medal of Freedom. And you can see in President Obama's eyes, he looks like a little kid meeting his idol. And mm-hmm. if you even notice, the funniest thing I, yeah. on, the, on the last dance is they did interview President Obama about what it was like to be in Chicago. And they didn't have, it said Barack Obama. It didn't say president. It didn't say Chicago or Illinois senator. It said former Chicago resident. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Out of those two, there was one. Yeah, Jordan was probably more important. Have you met Joe <laughs> Former President Barack Obama? Have I? No, I haven't met him. I would love to, but I haven't had the opportunity yet. Hey, Connor, if you could meet any president, which one would it be? Not President Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? No, I'm just no, kidding. No, I'm not meeting him. <laughs> What'd you say? Obama. You would, you'd like, not Abraham Lincoln, huh? Your guy. I wouldn't meet Barack Obama. You would? No, no. Yes, I would. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I didn't. I had a feeling you Trump might not be on your list. Just call it a hunch, but <laughs> you never know. 
Now he's not even doing, he's not doing his uh, briefings anymore. No. Well, so what, are you still going to follow it and let me know, Connor? I'm going to follow it and let you know. <laughs> okay. Um, let's do some, uh, let's do some recent events and then uh, that you've been doing, Connor, and then we'll talk some more sports. Uh, I think I did better on the sports questions than I did on the political questions. Well, yeah, uh, yeah I, they'll probably be, <laughs> yeah, there'll probably be some follow-up and I, I couldn't really tell by Connor's reaction if he bought some of the stuff you were saying, but that's okay. <laughs> just remember, he's just inches KG. away from running for something. What, Connor? KG and the Wolves beat the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> but I, just so you know, uh, Connor's probably going to, when he runs for something, I think he's going to go straight to governor. So I, I, I think you're probably safe. Good, good. Unless you're running against them, then they're. Gonna <laughs> uh, so as we talked about, Governor Walls' uh, stay-at-home order extended to May 18th, and Connor's got lots of questions. What's what's up, bud? What are your thoughts, Connor? Oh, I want to want to get back to work to CIP as soon as possible. Yeah, Connor's struggling with the smaller businesses. Not uh, well. I mean, not just Connor, just about everyone. That that piece of it, I think, is the is the hardest thing you know especially with people with disabilities are used to their their routine and i think that's probably is that probably your biggest question connor what he said he said yesterday we're not frozen in place he's gonna turn up the dial slowly mm-hmm. it's kind of like a volume turning up the dial <laughs> he's got that dial graph yes he does one at slower at a time if he thinks it's a peak he'll turn it back down yeah, it's a, it's Chris mentioned earlier. He's in a tough spot, but uh, all those Republicans seem to criticize him. That's probably the shame that it's turned so political, both sides actually. But yeah, yeah, it's kind of any any other thoughts on that before we move on? No, I think because I got what's that? You can move on. Oh, well, we don't. Well, you know, to. you know, one of the things that you know that he did is. Um, in order to have these small businesses put together their opening plans, you know, to be thoughtful about them and, and to set up the, you know, play it against sports. I've been on with them a few times, you know, they have, you know, curbside pickup and, and things yep. like that, which is safe. And, you know, unfortunately with this um, thing, there's so much we don't know, um, you know, really until we have at a minimum a treatment for it. And they're still trying to figure that out every day. Um, but a cure or a vaccine, it's, we're really in a tough spot because it's so contagious and for certain populations can be extremely deadly, you know, and, and that's really the tough spot. I, you know, I think everybody wants to go back to work, but, you know, we also need, it's saving people's lives by not, unfortunately, not being at work. And I'm glad the governor's, you know, directed his department of um, deed to help people who are out of work and need, you know, need money to pay the rent or to pay their mortgage. Or to, to Do you food. know his department of deed commissioner? Steve Grove? Yeah. Yep, I've met him a few times. He's he's really good. You know, he actually comes with a unique background. He I think he grew up in Northfield. Um, and then he was out on the West Coast. You know, he helped set up some of the Google. He worked for Google for a long time. So he comes from a tech background. And I think it's actually been we've been really fortunate to have someone with that that basic tech knowledge and experience to not only put together some of the data but also to to really do a lot of this stuff and and think from that um you know from that industry because you know as we're all on zoom now what did zoom say they have 200 million meetings a day now compared to before i mean this is uh the this is what we're doing (laughs) and the the zoom shockingly the zoom ceo is doing quite well for himself right now (laughs) not everyone's doing bad um okay number two on my list here so, Connor, you're doing virtual workouts with the Highland Friendship Club Special Olympics. You need to explain. Yes. Explain. That. It's a workout where we work out, do our, <laughs> where, we, where we work out in place. Because, frankly, the JCC is closed. We don't know when it's going to open. So, so you, so you have a leader. So you're doing like exercises. Yeah, we're doing exercises. I do it out. I do it out in gazebo. Very nice. Okay, so you're in good shape. Now, this next one, um, and you're going to need to really explain this to me. 
Uh, you did a dance video for International Dance Day with the Highland Chip Friend Club. It was Dancing uh, in the Highland Dark. Highland Friend Chip Club. To your song, Dancing in the Dark. Did I mention it in that video? I think I did once or twice. <laughs> so how did you, did you dance like Bruce or how, how did this I go? Let's like see. this. You just snap your fingers? Dance like you're in the 80s, Connor. Let's go. Pretend Courtney Cox is there right now with you. <laughs> Although no one knew who she was at the time. Yeah, yeah. Chris knows it. <laughs> so you did. So explain this video. I like this. No, Me I know my you. Brother Patrick had the video. And we... So did you? So did you? Someone film you dancing, and then you sent. How did this work? Yeah. You remember? Patrick filmed me. Your brother Patrick filmed Patrick you. Patrick filmed me dancing okay. it, and then we both send it out. Where can we watch this? Yeah, we can watch it. It's already passed. So we can never watch it again? This is a one-time thing? This is one-time only? What Are you looking at Katie? Oh, on my no, screen. No, no, no. Like what? Um, so we can never see this? No, no, you can. You can. You can. Where, so where? Where can Every the people... Wednesday, there's the dance party. Okay, wait, this is When totally it comes different. up again, you can look at it. Okay, so wait a second. Now, this is... So every Wednesday, you have a dance party? Yeah. How come I've never heard of this before? I don't know. Okay. So let's just take this step by step. You <laughs> dance every Wednesday. How can we watch this every Wednesday? I don't know. Okay, well... That's the show I want to be on. I, yeah, I know. I, mean, right? I like this show, but that one sounds fun. <laughs> Not that this isn't fun. <laughs> no, no. Well, trust me, Connor dancing or me talking, it's quite simple. What's better? Oh, uh, the Highland Pool. Is that going to be open this summer? Don't change the subject. We'll get to the Highland Pool in a second. I get, we'll, I'll get right back to Here's I've got a challenge for for someone in your family that's listening. They need to send that video to Katie. Of you dancing, and then that Katie, that Katie, that video needs to be on Conorradio.org, C-O-N-O-R-O.org, and we need to watch you dance every Wednesday. Yep. Okay. No, oh, you don't seem that enthused. Let's get to the Highland Pool, Chris. <laughs> I used to work at Highland Pool two years ago. I was oh, did you? It's going to yeah. be open this summer. Well, I was laughing because it sounded like you're a politician already changing the subject. On the right. Stuff. When you get a tough question, you just change the subject real he quick. He does that all the time. Yeah, he's perfect. <laughs> you're, you're an old crafty veteran. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I think we're still examining that. Um, you know, we're taking things week by week, month by month. I mean, I hope so. I go up there um, frequently. Um, so on a personal level, I really hope so. But, you know, I think figuring out what we can do from socially distanced or how socially distanced we need to be. Um, you know, the pool doesn't normally open until school, public schools out. So it's like June, I believe June 6th. June. But schools are, are not in session anymore this year. Yeah. I, but the pool's not usually open until June. So we got, a, we got a little time to, yeah, we could still get snow here as beautiful as it is. Who knows it's Minnesota. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, that's not, that's not good. <laughs> but I, I think we're still having those conversations. Um, I don't think a final decision has been made, but you know, I, at the same time, we, we have to do it in a, in a responsible way. That might be a little tough. So um, Connor, what's this? This is kind of cool. You're going to be doing online sports discussions with the U of M special Olympics club. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing that every Tuesday. Oh, you are doing it already. Okay, yeah. So you just talk and sports we're, and we're just talking about sports and we're playing games and we talk about what we did this week. That's awesome. In the quarantine. I've, I've thought my calls from you are late on Tuesday. Now it makes total sense. You got a lot of stuff going on, buddy. That's cool. That's yeah. very cool. And then uh, Stephanie, as you mentioned earlier, it was her birthday. Did you get her anything? Yeah. I gave her flowers. Oh, that was uh -huh. nice. Did, did you buy those or pick them out of your neighbor's yard? I bought them at somewhere, and all those all those staff people are wearing were wearing masks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't accusing them of anything. That's awesome. All those, all those uh, like uh, all those uh, employees, all those uh, customers yeah. were were encouraged to wear masks. What uh, What's her favorite flower? Her favorite flowers are any kind. Any kind. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's easy. 
Because you're going to, I mean, once once you're able to travel, Chris, you probably don't know, but Connor's got a big trip planned to Peoria, Illinois on a um, a regional jet. We don't know when. We when, don't know when, but it's going to happen. There's some safe, girls down there that want to meet When him. it's safe to travel, when it's not essential, means flights are still going in and out, right? Yeah, yeah. There's flights going on. So what, he's going to be making his way down there, probably bringing some flowers, I would guess. Uh, let's talk. Should we talk let's quickly sports and then we got a Twitter question and a should we yeah. maybe we should do those first, Katie? You want to do uh, the Twitter question? And then there's an email question too. Okay. Uh can you hear me? Yes. I can hear you. Uh we have a Twitter question from Goog. Uh -huh. What is the first thing you are gonna do when we are out of quarantine? I'm gonna go back to work and eat <laughs> my free pizza at Parkway. <laughs> Chris, what are you going to do? What do I, I miss them? Well, I miss, well, it's it, two things. I miss uh, hack, playing hockey. That's the thing I miss the most. Um, looking forward to that. And where you, quite Frank, go ahead. Where do you play hockey at? Um, I, in the winters, I play, there's a league I play in at SPA. Um, and then and all year round, I play up in, um, up in Blaine in a league. And then, during the winter, I try and get to Palace or Groveland at least once a week or twice a week. I love, I love just playing pickup outside. That's, it's always That's fun. Cool. Are they gonna I, cancel it this summer? Hockey? Yeah. It's it's been canceled and it's driving me crazy. I've been looking for rollerblades and they're absolutely sold out of everywhere for rollerblades. I, I if anyone that. listening has a pair of men's eleven roller hockey <laughs> blades and is trying to sell them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I saw that on Twitter. That there was some. I can't remember who it was. Was looking for rollerblades. I couldn't find them. Um, all right, and then we have an email. We do. This is from Annie. Annie Hanbooth. I'm not pronouncing that right. Probably. Um, hey Connor, I just listened to your March 29th show and I loved it. One of my neighbors is driving me crazy. Could I show up at her door ready to box Olympic sport style or should I oh. ask her first? Um, I, think <laughs> okay. I guess she's asking, do you condone violence, Connor? Uh, I would not <laughs> box her. I would ask that question again. <laughs> <laughs> but she well, she continues on and she says, maybe you should talk about the Special Olympics virtual summer games coming up and if you're training for it and what events you're competing in. Well, I am training for them and I'm going to do basketball. Nice. Awesome. Just and on that back to that boxing thing, if she does something, she literally can't do it till at least the 19th. So she can't. Of May. I mean, with social distancing, she can't go punch someone. I don't think that's, you don't really condone that, do you, Connor? I don't condone it. <laughs> Interesting question. We do take all questions. Um, all right, some sports. I think the Viking schedule is going to be released this week. It's pretty cool. I don't know if it's going to be valid, but it's exciting. <laughs> I just don't see him playing. Yeah, I think they might. That's two opinions. I don't know in what form, but I think football, they might figure it out. High school football, I don't know. Yeah, that might be a little different. It's, I don't think they need to make a decision. With football, they don't really need to make a decision today, though, so that's kind of nice. We have some time to maybe figure so some Why out. can't – so Governor Walsh should just let the, the whole school districts decide what they do to the schools. Why He can't just cancel all the schools by himself. Well, I think I don't know that he's. I mean, I think he's going to get through this school year, and then probably this summer they'll be. You know, I think things will be a little more clear, and then he'll be able to make some other decisions. Mm -hmm. I, you know, um, so uh, PJ Fleck, your guy, doing yep. he's doing well with recruiting for like fifth, yeah. fifth in the country, fifth or fourth. A lot of people are rowing the boat. I hope they don't row down to Notre Dame. That's my fear. It's <laughs> my fear. Is he going to leave us, Connor? He's not going to leave us. Okay. And then on the flip side is Buddy, uh, Little Richard, uh, basketball. We So we got this recruit from Rice, and then we lost him. What what the heck happened there? I don't know. We got him. We lost him. I <laughs> don't even know if he was good anyways. Are we going to get him back? 
I'm going to guess they're going to replace him and they're going to, they probably weren't real happy. So I'm going to say that even if he wants to, he's not coming back. Just a hunch. I think, well, I don't know. We don't know what sports is going to look like in the NCAA, but this, I think uh, Richard Pertino's on probably his last uh, chance, I'm guessing. Not that I'm advocating anyone getting fired. Hey, Chris, does the, why can't, so the, Superintendent of the St. Paul Schools is uh, Joe Gothard. The superintendent? Yeah. Yeah, that's Joe Gothard. Why can't he? So Governor Walls has all the authority to cancel schools whenever he wants? He's got quite a bit of authority. I mean, under the executive, the governor has a ton of authority. Um, In a normal year, he's got quite a bit. you know, and I know it's a tough choice for the governor. And as I was saying, you know, the governor is a former high school football coach. And he's actually a former high school history teacher, long time down at Mankato, I think Mankato West. So I know he knows how tough it is, um, both for teachers and the students. But, you know, I think he's trying to do, with the information he has at the time, make the best decision possible. And Why can't he let the school districts decide if they want to open their schools next year? Well, they might make the same decision, Connor, you know. I think part of it is he knows how hard it would be for each of them to do it individually. And I think he's putting the responsibility on his shoulders, which is the sign of a good leader of willing to take the, you know, to say, I'm, I'm willing to take the blowback and, and, uh, and take it. And, you know, I don't think it matters if you're in um, Northern Minnesota or Southern Minnesota or St. Paul, the risk of this virus. And based on what we know is, is dangerous no matter where you are. And, you know, quite frankly, in some ways we're lucky in the metro area because we have such great medical um, you know, opportunities or medical. I people. heard that uh, they're opening up testing sites here in St. Paul. Yeah, the governor has been working. I think it should be on that dashboard of where you can um, of where you can find them. I I don't have them on the top of my head, but I think the dashboard has a list of where you can get tests. So Connor, it's only it's only systematic people. Yeah. All right. So back to you, Scott. Thank you, Connor. <laughs> Thank you. You know what it's time for, Connor? What? You have some energy because it's time to sing. Yep. And, uh, well, the one guy that is still working, David Letterman, he's got something. Ladies and gentlemen, it's tonight's top ten list. Let's go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, top ten list tonight, okay. we're going to share them uh, with you. Mm-hmm. No, Connor, I, you know that you and I are very honest with each other, right? I've been hearing from people that they think you're, there's a little low energy on the singing and you need to pick up the pace, right? <laughs> so starting with this first song, and these are songs to help others. The Beatles, with a little help from my friend. All right, Connor. What would you think if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? That's not a lot of energy. Let's go. All right, well maybe number nine. <laughs> maybe number nine. Let's we're gonna completely flip the script. Marvin Gaye, ain't no sunshine high ain't no sunshine high enough. I love this song, John. There we go. Let's go. Bring it home, Connor. Hey, we're getting better. How about uh, Three Dog Night, Joy to the World? I know you can. Oh, I, know. I like this song. Right, well, then bring it. Let's go. Bring <laughs> it. Let's go. Was a good friend of mine. I never understood a word he said, but I helped him a drink his wine. And he always had somebody to All right, we're going to. Um, just to, 
Sorry, I can't. Keep it, keep it going. Nice. So, Connor, just a reminder, when you said you like these songs, if I just need to remind you, these are Connor's top 10 songs to help others. So you should like all these songs. Number seven, Go Fish Superhero. Up, up, and away, that's what I want to say. Never heard. I can't help you. Never heard this one. Fear is something I don't know. I fight for justice wherever I go. I'm a superhero flying around. No need to worry. You're safe Okay. Now this. I'm not sure how we go from superhero to this, but uh, let's slow it down a little. Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places. <laughs> All right, Connor. Got the guitar going. Blaming all of my roots. I showed up in there we boots and ruined your blind tie affair. Last one to know. Last one to show. I was the last one you thought you'd see there. And I saw the surprise and the fear in his eyes when I took his glass of champagne. I toasted you, said honey. I have my lighter out. <laughs> That's old school. Alright, loves Because I got friends in low places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues. Alright, and now another complete flip. We're gonna go to Bruno Mars. Count on me. This is number five if you're counting, by the way. If you ever find yourself stuck in the middle of the sea, I'll sail the world to find you. If you ever find yourself lost in the dark and you can't see, there we go. I'll be the light to guide you. Find out what we're made of. Okay, now number four, the boss. Waiting on a sunny day. I know you know this one. Number three, Bill Withers, Lean On Me. You still didn't do my favorite Bill Withers song, but that's okay. Katie, are we okay with time? We do yours next week. Not quite. (laughs) All right, I think we did this one last week, so we're going to move on to number two. Hey, brother. Oh, we did this one last week, too, but we'll sing it a little bit. Did he die? Did he die? There's an endless to rediscover. Hey, sister, know the water's sweet, but blood is thicker. Oh, if the sky we heard that last week. Number one, I have a feeling it's going to be awesome. It's Randy Newman. You've got a friend in me. <laughs> Connor's friends with everyone. I can see Connor walking down the street singing this. You've got a friend in me. Yep. You've got a friend in me. That should be your, that should be your theme song, Connor. Rough ahead in your mind. He wrote this about you. Your nice woman. <laughs> you just remember what your passing. Boy, you got a friend. Yeah, in friend. All right. Yeah, you got a friend. Awesome. Well, before our closing song, uh, Chris, it was awesome having you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, thank you for having me. I think we have to go watch Toy Story now after listening to that song. I know. And now you but... can tell everyone that you were. <laughs> 
on Connor's show, the hottest show on the planet. So I, I look forward to it. My my Twitter is gonna go crazy. I'm sure. Yeah. No, I have to. <laughs> so oh, it's gonna be a big deal here. now. <laughs> it was awesome. Thank you. So this is the Hollies. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. Why why this song, Connor? What? Why did you pick this song? Because I really don't. Know. You don't remember. Well, what you wrote down is you want everyone to help each other, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, good music taste, Connor. I appreciate it. It was fun. <laughs> See everyone next week. See you next week.